Bill, there's this man, he walked into a bar with a cat and a dog. And they all sit down, and the bartender says, what can I get you? And the dog looks squarely at the bartender, and he says, I'll take a vodka. The guy will take a water, and the cat will take a scotch. The bartender, in shock, said to the dog, this is amazing. You're a dog that can talk. And the guy looked at the bartender, and he said, don't be fooled. The cat is a ventriloquist. The cat's the mastermind. <laughs> always. Of course the cat always. is the mastermind. Yes. The dog was just moving his jaws, yeah. his, his lips or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The cat's always going to win over the dog. Oh, you know, the animals and bars get you in trouble every time. <laughs> every time. Especially cats. Mm -hmm. Because actually, you know, if the cat sat up there on the bar, you know what he'd do. Oh, he'd just like. Pfft. Just start knocking all the glasses right. off. Right. What is another. That? Give me another. You know, what is it about cats? They like to knock things off. They do. Yeah. They do. Actually, though, I have two cats right now. You know, I've had various numbers of cats and various cats that have come and gone through the years. And I just have two right now. And neither one of them do that. Mm -hmm. They don't They don't even really get up on the cabinets and things. Oh, my goodness. They're, I think they're kind of lazy. <laughs> they're basically just on the couch or in my lap <laughs> right. at all times. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> but they are my... Familiars. They are familiars, and they are they are they're beautiful cats. Yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome. We're talking about cats yeah. and familiars and other familiars. animals today. Familiars. Yes. I like the name familiar. Mm -hmm. You know, I really like that as opposed to a pet or a companion. My, my familiar. My familiar. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so we are at episode one one. 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 One, one, one. That's probably a magical number, isn't one, it? One, eleven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coming to, to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, I'm Sean. I'm Bill. And uh, so we come to you every week, and we often talk about, as you know, a poem that someone has left in the museum or uh, just something that's occurred to us. Mm -hmm. And we've got a little bit of both. A little bit of both. This the time, best of both. Maybe. Yeah. And we did, uh, we had a, an exhibit here. We are Brick and Mortar Museum. We had an exhibit that opened in October called Her Kind, The Witch in History, Popular Culture, and Poetry. And we did a series of little episodes about different witches. Mm -hmm. And today we just thought we would talk about familiars, familiars and poetry. And also, not only do we have poems or little uh, snippets of poems left, I'm going to pull in. Uh, talking rain about, it in, rain, rain it, in. it in. What are you pulling in, Bill? Jan's uh, like, you're making me nervous here. <laughs> I'm going to uh, tie in one of the exhibits and how this sort of has tied into it without me even knowing it. Okay. So, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's but, why but I'm going to bring it up. I'm bringing, all right. I'm bring the it up. suspense. The suspense is already suspense, getting to me. The suspense is not even killing me. <laughs> I'll try not to get hysterical. Hysterical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't be bringing that up, you know. Is it, would it be, is it hysterical for women? Oh, well, yeah, I was doing a cat pun. <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was what uh, women... You know, back in the day, sometimes if you were just a little too uppity, you got accused of either. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, there was probably like, no, it was really two options. You were either crazy or hysterical, you mm -hmm. know, insane, mm -hmm. or you were a witch. Mm -hmm. you, Not a lot of options. Let's, let's box you in yeah. if you didn't behave properly. That's right. Put you in yeah. an insane asylum or yeah. a prison. Which would you choose? Yeah. 
Or actually, there would be a third option. You know, and, let's and just kill you. As if the corset <laughs> and the shoes weren't enough. I know it was already slowly killing us, mm, wasn't it? Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and all the arsenic in that in the hats and the oh and my the, gosh and the corsets that would you know um, break push your bones yeah. in on into your organs. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't digest. It was Ooh. awful. Awful. Whatever. So let's mm. get to something yeah. more pleasant. More let's pleasant. talk about animals. Animals. Yeah. <laughs> And, Absolutely the, and the whole the whole concept of familiars. Familiars, yeah. Yeah, which you know, my I think we've talked about. Well, maybe we haven't, but I did consult my lover the online etymology dictionary about familiar, and mm-hmm. it's pretty. You, everybody can guess what word that comes from. Family. Yes. Okay. Comes from family, and so it means uh, a friend, an intimate acquaintance, or a companion. And it also, in in its original meaning, kind of meant anyone who was in the domestic sphere. Mm-hmm. So people, when they actually had slaves and servants, those were considered family too. So that was part of the oh, the original meaning of the word. So within the family, um, but intimate or friendly also yeah. as as terms there. Yeah. And then uh, Britannica, who is, is, is not my lover, but it's close, <laughs> second, I guess. <laughs> I, I had a fling with Britannica. He <laughs> was like, you know, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> it's my affair with the words and the word origins because I'm weird. Uh, Britannica tells us about the actual familiar, what we're going to talk about today, a small animal or an imp. That is kept as a witch's attendant, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes given to her by the devil himself. Oh, my. Or herself. Mm-hmm. Or inherited from another witch. Mm-hmm. And um, the familiar was considered a low-ranking demon. Mm, low-ranking. Yeah, mm. yeah. I like I like that moniker. Not I, a lot of power. But I, you I'd know. be all right if people calling me a low-ranking demon. Low-ranking demon. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be okay with that? Yeah. I'd have, I wear that on a, on a T-shirt. Private low-ranking demon. <laughs> wear that to the market. I'm not a general. I'm not a general demon, but low-ranking. <laughs> low-ranking. Uh, but they would assume any animal shape, a toad, a dog, insect, a black cat. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I've never seen a, a witch's cat or a familiar cat in any other color other other than black, and I, I black cats are the most often not adopted, not over, overlooked, mm-hmm. and they seem to me they seem to be some of the most beautiful. Oh, they're wonderful, and they're That's... also the most um, artistically recreated. They're the most painted, most drawn. Are the yeah. back, especially in French. They're very striking. Aren't they beautiful? Looking, with, yes. the, with, with the green and gold eyes or whatever color they might be. I said I had two cats, but I actually have three. One of them has, is a, you know, a feral cat who's gotten fairly tame. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been feeding him on the porch for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. He may be coming in this winter. Mm-hmm. He, may he may be finally be. tame enough, but he's a black cat. Yeah. And then I, one of my indoor cats is a black cat, too. Mm-hmm. And they're very... They're very lovable. What, what color is your other cat? Gray? The other one's gray. Gray. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And she's not as lovable. Mm-hmm. She's kind of standoffish. Yeah. But the black cats are, they are, they are kind of like a, like this uh, familiar, you mm-hmm. know, they are, uh, I, I'm not really a witch, but they're, they're an attendant mm-hmm. to me. I mean, yeah. I don't care if somebody calls me a witch, but I don't they're consider myself one. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, you know, they're loyal companions. 
cats are, and they, they can be as well, sort of. <laughs> they can be as affectionate as dogs in their in their own way. Yes, and they I w- can. I would be around them more often if I didn't swell up like a toad <laughs> when I'm around them. But I love I love to watch cats and their antics and the way they run and the way they, you know, they're very entertaining. Mm. In the museum, there is a a little area that's dedicated to familiars. There's a big mirror. It's a giant medicine cabinet that's been there since we opened the museum here in the spot it's in now because it's too big to move. Mm. So we just keep changing what it means for each exhibit. Where did the mirror come from? It came from the rummage store. That is yeah. really very cool. Yeah. That's the biggest medicine cabinet I have ever seen. Folks, you got to come in and see this. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. come come to see our mirror. Yeah. It's had various incarnations. But now it's the home of the familiars because above it, there's a whole bunch of uh, familiars, stuffed animals, and below it, too. And the beautiful green, orange majestic cat that you loaned us for this exhibit is underneath it. That is a mysterious cat. It's a cat with petroglyphic-type um images on it or indentations on it it's from the early 70s i picture it coming from a, a southern california hippie woman's um <laughs> who condo came to oklahoma <laughs> that came to oklahoma and then she got old and donated it to the animal aid in tulsa and i bought it many many years ago anyway and you bejeweled it right a little bit yeah it's got a little bit of jewel a little bit, little bit of a jewels jewelry. Yeah. Well, anyway, so there's all these familiars there. There's information about familiars. There is a poem about a a woman who was uh, killed for being a witch, who her familiar was kind of famous. And then people are encouraged to write about a pet that they have mm-hmm. that might be considered a familiar. And so we have all these little sticky notes I took yeah. off the mirror and I brought in here so we could look at them. Yeah. And one or two of them are black cats, aren't they? They are black cats. Yeah. Natasha but, and Ash. Yeah. You know Ash has got to be a black cat, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. So people have drawn those two little cats. They're mm-hmm. very cute. And what else do we There's got? There's a, a Bigfoot man, <laughs> a Bigfoot man, and it looks like it says, Name Bill. I wonder if it, I wonder if they're. I wonder if it's me. I wonder if they're drawing me. Yeah. So somebody has Bigfoot as a familiar. That's familiar. interesting. Someone has. Uh, Didn't you have a poem? A poem. Mm-hmm. And I'll read the poem and then okay. I'll tell you what it, what it's about. I know not your name, but you follow me everywhere I go. Always watching, staring, guiding my way. I always know I'm on the right path when I see you um, with me. And it is a hawk. Yeah. And it's, you know, hawks, when they're in trees, they have these steely-type gazes, and they just have this intense stare, mm-hmm. I guess, because they're always looking for prey. Yeah. And I thought that was really quite nice. Yeah, it's neat. Is it, is it just the bird? Or is it? Yeah, it's just a picture of the bird. The hawk with no name. The hawk mm-hmm. with no name. I know not your name, but you follow me everywhere. Yeah. And it has initials down there, D.I., whoever wrote it. Interesting. D.I. So it's neat, neat addition very to the familiar. Im- very image-evoking. Image mm-hmm. And then we have a leaf-running rabbit. Mm-hmm. And it, that was left November 20th, 30th of this year, just a, a few weeks ago. A leaf-running rabbit, and it's a little rabbit on a large leaf running along a large leaf. It's a nice little picture, that, isn't it? And I've never heard of a leaf-running rabbit, <laughs> but it, it's worthy of a book, I think. You know, the leaf-runners. I'd be really, I guess, because I'm a Watership Down fan. Yeah, I just love, I love rabbits. <laughs> yeah. You know? Do you think that's a really large leaf or it's just a really small rabbit? Um, <laughs> I think it's a very small rabbit. Okay. In, in, in my mind. Maybe I it's a rabbit. I just came to that. 
Maybe it's a rabbit from the Tom Thumb world. Perhaps. Could Perhaps. be. From the yes. little fairy world. I was wondering, I, I've not watched the uh, uh, Harry Potter series, really. Are there familiars associated with each one of those characters or at all? Or is it just a, a, a flying You know, it's room? been so long. I read all those books to my son, and I watched most of the movies. But the only mm-hmm. one I can remember is Harry's, mm-hmm. the owl. The owl. Well, speaking of that. Wolves, dogs, cats, frogs, newts, birds, whales. Whale? whale. A whale is a familiar? A whale's occasionally a familiar. Wow. Fish, rabbits, cats, ravens, and owls ravens, are, are some yeah. of the most common familiars associated There's a, with witches. we got a lot of neat owls in the exhibit right yeah, now. Yeah, we do. In the little, the little forest room, everywhere you turn, there's an owl. Eyes watching you, <laughs> of the eyes of the owl. There's some neat ones in there, some antique ones and just different different kinds right. of owls. Yes. So in the with the exhibit, we did have an exhibit book where I wrote uh, 21 poems about 21 different witches from history, popular culture, or literature, poetry. And one of those was uh, Agnes Waterhouse, and she's mainly known for being the first woman to be put to death for witchcraft in England, although that's mm-hmm. kind of in debate. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of that, we just still don't know mm-hmm. a lot of the history. And there's not much that is known about her early life, and we don't even know when she was born, but she was in her 60s when she was accused of witchcraft in Hatfield Peverell, Essex, England. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Those village names. Yes, in love them. Love them. <laughs> so she was accused of using witchcraft to cause the death of a neighbor and of using black magic to kill livestock and even bring about the death of her husband. And her daughter, Joan, was also accused. But it so happened that Joan then testified against Agnes, her mother, and was found not guilty. Hmm. And I think that's probably Agnes telling Joan she needed to do that Mm -hmm. so that she could be set free. Mm -hmm. And uh, Agnes was hanged at Chelmsford on July 29th, 1566. She, Agnes's sister, Elizabeth, confessed, you know, we say confessed, Mm -hmm. but, you know, tortured into saying, during the trial that she had a cat named Satan, which she gave to Agnes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the poem that I that I wrote about uh, her, I'd like to read. Absolutely. Ben. Yeah. Okay. So, and it's called I Confess. In the beginning were cats that were goddesses of the home, of birth, of all the secrets women held. Regal cats pulled the chariot carrying Freya, who could relax into her beauty and strength because she was in good pause. In the beginning, cats were natural companions of women branches of the same tree synchronized living things in tune with the earth and the purveyors of balance shaping the universe and then my cat became one of satan's minions pardon me not just a minion but satan himself drinking the blood of the innocent babes of britain i was 63 years in age when they came for me and for mittens Imagine a satanic cat with that name. I suppose I should have named her. Yes, Satan was a female. Something appropriate to the power she was seen to hold. But just as in my life, my naming was parallel to the senses of the world as we experience it. Naming is about remembrance of the processes of daily life. 
Naming is an act of magic. In the beginning was the ceremony of cups and saucers and fresh milk from the cow, night by the fire and mittens on my lap, my daughter beside me in her own chair. I confess to my own life, my own wickedness, my own desire, my own love of my own life. Dear Joan, I confess, I confess, I confess. I like the phrase, naming is an act of magic. Because when you name anything, you give it life. You give, yes. it, you give it a title, a person, a pet, a, a doll, a, a tree. You give it a character, a character. To, that they have to live up to mm -hmm. in some way. And after they've had it for a while, you wonder how could they ever be anything other than what I've named them? Because mm -hmm. that's what they, right. in your mind, that's what they are. And these, the witch hunters and the witch finders and whatever, you know, all these people that decided that her cat was named Satan. I mean, it was just a self-fulfilling prophecy mm -hmm. that, yes, of course that's what your cat's name mm -hmm. was because you are evil. Yeah. And satanic. We're gonna put and the, perhaps that cat's name was Mittens. Mm -hmm. But they're gonna, <laughs> but that they're gonna beef up the evidence against her by claiming otherwise. This is true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I wanted to bring in the fact that aside from these uh, poems that were left, uh -huh. I did an exhibit. <clears throat> um, I, I can I sorry I did it uh, added to your exhibit. What are you apologizing for? Well, I didn't do the exhibit. I I, <laughs> I, I, I did a specific little section of your exhibit where there are shadow boxes. Oh yes, and yes, that and is, and that is people. If you haven't been in here, I know I've said this before, but you've got to come and see that because it is the highlight of the exhibit. That's what the people talk about oh, whenever they come here. Is one of the hallways whenever you first come into the museum, is a. Uh, Filled with prints by uh, uh, Muka Alphonse Muka Alphonse Muka mm -hmm. that that Bill put up, and then there are six shadow boxes on top of those and around, and uh, they each have a a Barbie who is in a witch dress, and we didn't put them in those witch dresses. Mm -hmm. Mattel put Mattel them did, in those. Mattel witch did that. <laughs> Except and, for Joe. Yeah, okay, Joe one of them knows. Slipped out of his uniform and into this <laughs> fabulous you know, incarnation. But I, I bought them used on eBay, and they yeah. were all in these dresses, and I gave them to Bill, and he made these beautiful uh, dioramas with each of them. And they're just all, there are six different little worlds there, and they're just beautiful, and there's so much in them to, to look at and contemplate and to think about who they are. You know, and what is this world right. that they are a part of? Mm -hmm. And each of them has a familiar, don't they? Yes, but the funny thing about that is I was not familiar with familiars. <laughs> when I, I was, was not familiar I mean, yeah, with familiars. Yeah, that's, you know what, that's it a, came later <laughs> in my life. We're going to write a song. <laughs> that just sort of came instinctively. They need to have an, an, an uh, creature to accompany, and each one does. Mm -hmm. We have a rabbit. A crocodile, a lion, butterflies, a duck, and cherubs. Mm -hmm. Each, uh, uh, cre each, each uh, doll has a familiar, and that was. Uh, I thought that is really interesting that I did not. You just did that intuitively. In intuitively. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting that yeah. I did not. I thought it made it more interesting to have your familiar. Um, did you see that latest uh, poem that somebody I wrote? Did. I did. It has a crocodile. Mm -hmm. What did it say about it, the crocodile? It's something about you know that the the uh, 
she wants attention, but the the the, her, the familiar the it can't get too close because yeah. of the crocodile. Yeah. So it's kind of it's very interesting. I want you to come closer, but I won't allow you to. Mm-hmm. So that was very interesting. Well, we might need to talk about that. I wish I'd have brought that in. Um, well, go out and get it. Uh, let me go get it. <laughs> okay. okay I'll, I'll let you feel. This is the first time we've done this. I, I shall be right back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pink crocodile. Uh, I think it's pink. Is it pink? It is pink. It's pink. <laughs> but these little diorama boxes, they're not really big, but the amount of detail uh, that Bill has put into them and the objects that are in them, the, the skulls and the snakeskins and the the jewels and just all the various different little elements that you put in there. And then we ask people, you know, because the museum is very interactive, we ask people to pick one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and say something about it or yes. give that person a name, give that witch a name, and what are they thinking? Right. And, and, and this one, uh, it's a lavender pink crocodile. And who knows how I came up with that? I just thought this was interesting. <laughs> but um, the poem says... Bedecked and bejeweled, I'm a statement which, wanting to be noticed, yet my pet allows no one near, and I remain a mystery. Hmm. Yeah. I thought that is really like nice. That. They really spend a lot of time looking at that and noticing things. Yes. And uh, yeah, she is. She's quite the runway witch, but you know the crocodile is not going to let anyone get get too close. <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. So runway witch. That's how you interpret the statement. Which, That's how I interpreted it, you know, is, you know, she's, yeah, she's sort of uh, wanting some attention. It's an interesting phrase. Yeah. I'm a statement witch. Yeah, I'm a statement witch. Yeah. yeah. Now, so you had all those animals in there, and mm-hmm. uh, and we have representations of a lot of those back in the actual exhibit. Actually, and there's a unicorn in there, too, and my grandgirl, Claire, yes. that was in here. <laughs> The other day, and she said, "That looks just like the unicorn of mine that's at your house." And I said, "Oh, it does." Doesn't it? <laughs> Unicorns can be familiar, certainly. Yeah. Uh, I didn't tell her it was. You it know, was your unicorn. <laughs> I, I brought it here. It, it's okay. Right. She still has lots of uh, animals. She's got a bat on her oh, bed cool. in my house right now. So cool. big old stuffed bat. I was reading on. Um, about the familiars on the National Museums of Liverpool website. They have this whole big article about familiars. And it mentioned some I hadn't thought about, one of them being ferrets. And uh, the person who wrote this article even said that ferrets were a popular choice uh, of familiars. And uh, in 1582, Elizabeth Bennett was accused of keeping a ferret-shaped uh, spirit in a pot. Mm-hmm. And the spirit had been used to bewitch both people and cattle, causing death to several people. Nice. And then it mentions another person who kept a ferret in a pot. And this creature killed six animals belonging to a man named Hayward. I'd like to know, what, what are these people smoking? <laughs> you know what I mean? And why are they and, keeping and the poor they, ferrets in pots? And how, did, how did they attribute or determine that this is what caused that? When all else fails, when all else fails, blame the ferret. Blame the, the ferrets. Mm. And uh, the this other woman named Elizabeth Sawyer, who was called the Edmonton Witch, the British or something Edmonton, crazy, yeah. uh, was accused of having white ferrets in her house. In Even 16, worse, yeah, in 1621, mm. but she denied that they were imps. Mm. 
I deny that. <laughs> I don't know how they got in here. I just like white ferrets, mm-hmm. but they are not imps. Not, not imps. No. And then another one was mice and rats, that they likewise appeared in the confessions of accused witches as related to their crimes. Uh, 1645, Elizabeth Harris, another Elizabeth. I think I've talked about four Elizabeths so far. They didn't have a lot of variety, did they? (laughs) Everybody was named after the queen. Um, Of Faversham. Faversham. Faversham, Mm -hmm. Kent, confessed the devil had visited her 19 years ago in mouse form. Mm -hmm. That's an image, isn't it? Yes. The devil is a mouse. Is a mouse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He had promised to help her carry out revenge upon her enemies. And sure enough, a man who accused her of stealing a pig fell ill and wasted away till he died. Well, the odds were something that might have happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone she knew. Was no, gonna... no, no, because oh, no. the mouse oh. used Elizabeth's blood to write the covenant between her and the devil himself. Oh my goodness! Yeah, That's that a talented was, mouse. That was a very talented yeah. mouse. Wonder how big that pin was. It was yeah. holding to write the name in blood. Yeah. You know, it seems like those with vivid imaginations or were mentally ill were likely to survive because they're going to accuse. They're going to they're going to worm their way out of any situation. You know, <laughs> there's some crazy people. How about a hedgehog? A prickly. <laughs> Would you want it as a familiar? Uh, they're hard to carry in your pocket. You know. Uh, they're cute. Well, Jane Holt in 1645, she said that she had for 20 years, she'd carried around a creature that resembled a hedgehog. And um, it sucked at her, causing her pain. But curiously, the creature was not prickly like a hedgehog. That's weird. How creepy <laughs> is that? You know, what in the world? I wouldn't for want 20 a hedgehog. Years. I wouldn't want a hedgehog sucking at me. That that would hurt. Heavens no. Good <laughs> night. I don't, I don't. I don't think I want. Yeah, I better. I better stay clear of that. <laughs> the very famous witch finder, General Matthew Hopkins, he used the naming of familiars of proof of their existence. Mm-hmm. So citing such names as Piwacket, which was a really common name for a cat. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one I hadn't heard though. Grizzle greedy gut. Ooh, grizzle greedy gut. Grizzle greedy gut. Got the guz. And vinegar tom. Vinegar tom. Mm-hmm. He concluded that no mortal could have invented them. <laughs> <laughs> the witchfinder general didn't have much of an imagination no. either, did he? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness. Yes. Well. I think you all have wasted a perfectly good 30 minutes. No, you haven't because, because, <laughs> because I was inspired. I was inspired to write something, and I, and I want to read it to, to, to our Oh, you got something else? To cool. Our million, to our millions of viewers. Oh, cool. I was hear it. And you know me and my dramatic self. What? My what? Dramatic, you you dramatic, Bill? A little, little bit. No. Eccentric. No. But I thought I, I, the idea of familiar is such a cool concept. So, listeners, I came up with this, and I'm going to do it in my best Boris Karloff voice. Oh, cool. Okay. I wish I had some eerie music to play mm, in the background. Mm. Okay, I won't do that. They'll just distract you. <laughs> I'm like a dog cocking my head like, what? Okay. <clears throat> my pretties, no steel cases, no iron bars can find these. They ride on the flying stick fly alongside in moonlit skies, run beside in mist-laden forests, 
swim beside in stormy seas, green and gold and black eyes, watch devotedly and advise, protect and accompany. They transform, transcend, translate, and sometimes terrorize. Well-known, well-trained, of all acquaintances, they are the most familiar. <laughs> now, if the hair is not standing up on y'all's neck, something's wrong. Oh, that's pretty creepy. <laughs> Got some good alliteration going on in there, too. And I typed it up in a crazy font to make it even more... <laughs> And I even had to edit. It's a crazy I had to font. edit out. I had to edit out a line that did not make sense. <laughs> I like they transform, transcend, translate, and sometimes like terrorize. The, yeah, the T's. Excellent. Thank you. I'm a, folks. It'll be here on display. Come see it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We've got all kinds of poetry to uh, that people have written, and Bill's written some really cool ones. In, in the museum to, to come in and, and witness. And it's not just poetry. No, it's not. Heavens, no. No. I was just telling someone today, I had a PT session, and the, the guy that was working on me was like, what? You know, what are you putting in a poetry museum? And I said, well, poetry and art mm-hmm. and activities and, mm-hmm. you know, things. To, we have a smell station. Mm-hmm. We go in there and open a jar and smell you know, the scent and let it inspire you to write. Yeah. And we have craft opportunities in there. We have a corner with Mother Goose and all these books that you can set and read books and yeah. you can read them to kids and, yeah. and John, a lot of things. It's an honest question. And I don't know why I, I tend to bristle when someone says, what do you put in a poetry museum? But I, we need to take it as an honest question mm-hmm. and, 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 oh, yeah. and, and answer, I answer honestly yeah. without being, what are you talking about? What do you answer a question with a question? Mm-hmm. Because I guess that's an opportunity to educate and enlighten. Yeah. So it isn't just a stand with a, with a William Shakespeare book <laughs> sitting on it. It's not on. just words. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of words in here, but it's a very, very visually um you know, artistic otherwise. You know, that we need, you need to remember that it's not just words. Yeah. That needs to be, so, you know, po- poetry, it's not just words. No. That's, yeah, that's, that's quite brilliant. It, yeah. It's a way of being in the world. Mm-hmm. It's a way of being present. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there's, there's also video. There's a video in here of uh, Margaret Hamilton on the Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. show. Talking about her incarnation. And her familiars were flying monkeys, people. Yes. <laughs> you know, Dorothy's familiar was a terrier. Yeah. So all kinds of familiars. Yeah. There's lots of ways to interact, and there's something and for also, every age. In, in the Wizard of Oz, people, Dorothy was a witch. Spoiler alert. She had she 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 had the power to you know she had powers. She always had the power to go home. She she also had the you know had had a little bit of the electric power to curl up the, the witch's feet. Mm-hmm. So you know. It's an eye-opener. Yeah, it is indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all very much for being with us and yeah. uh, spread the word. I, mm-hmm. You'll never know what we're going to talk about. We don't know. We don't know either. Week Heck. to week. We just no. come up we with We surprise it. ourselves. And so. uh, we think we're entertaining. We hope you enjoy it. And yeah. um, we'll see you next yeah, time. So see, you, see you later, my pretties. <laughs> Donut doggy. Bye, guys.